Did you know there is a social distancing that is even more dangerous than a virus? Welcome to Success, Love and Fulfillment Secrets, the place where you discover powerful distinctions to spiral your life upwards. Soraya has an incredible amount of wisdom and discernment. The results that I've been having, they've been amazing. I've been blown away, having a better state of mind. I've been able to turn my marriage around. I've been able to find direction in my professional life. My name is Soraya Otana. I am a life designer, and I am here to inspire you to design a life you love. Now I know where I'm going, what do I want. Uh, my results are being outstanding. Working with Soraya will move your life forward in ways that you don't even realize. Ready? Let's discover your secret of the day. My name is Soraya Dana. I thank you for being here. And I am going to tell you about something that is by far, by far more dangerous than a virus, than social distancing. And you know what that is? It is emotional social distancing. And this whole pandemic has taught us so much, right? If you're like me, you know that the world as we knew it came to an end a few weeks ago. Everything changed. And we are in a new era. We're in a new world. And we are in a place where you're not supposed to touch somebody else. You might get infected when you're not supposed to get close, when you want to really practice social distancing. You want six feet away from everybody. You see it in the supermarket. You see it in the supermarket. You see it wherever you go. That there is this practice of social distancing, and we've realized that we humans are really prone to be connected a lot more than maybe we had already taken for granted. And what is this doing to us? We're seeing through TV the, the, uh, the moving scenarios of grandmothers and grandchildren being touched and having a glass in between, right? Of people wanting to connect in one way or another and that not happening because of the social distancing. What I see today is I see a lot of people that are practicing something beyond that because what happens after this what happens when we can go out when we can hug each other when we can high five each other with no concerns and we're still practicing in the inside an emotional social distancing when we go back and we look at how we've lived our lives what's happened to us maybe something happened to you when you were little or when you were older or when at one point of your life, it doesn't matter, but something happened that what, what you did is you distanced yourself emotionally from a lot of people. You had six feet of separation in a way. You created a shell to go under because it hurt so much to be open, to be exposed, to be wounded again, to be vulnerable. That's not something that we do and we wear in our sleeves, right? that the ability to have that openness and to give and to exchange and give and receive love on a deeper level because something's happening in our lives. And today I want to invite you to take a closer look. Number one, what has happened in your life that you've allowed your heart to 
to close. And sometimes you go into relationships and you say, well, that person was not emotionally available. And then we forget to look at ourselves. Were we emotionally available? Were we emotionally practicing social distancing? Because we didn't even know we were not even aware. I know that happened to me. I know I come from a relationship and you've heard me before. I come from a divorce and I used to point fingers constantly and say, he was not emotionally available. He was like a ball of steel. And I had no way in because he was not available. And you know what? It requires somebody to put a mirror in front of me, to hold the mirror and say, look at you. And when I looked, I didn't like what I was looking at. I didn't like what I saw because I saw myself being shunned. It's like those fish in the ocean that are around the coral reefs, right? Like they go out, but then something, something comes around and they get scared. They simply go in. You and I do that constantly. We might do it with our, our partner. We might do it with our parents, with our children, with our friends, with somebody, with our significant other. We do it socially with somebody that is another human being. We might do it, not do it with our pets because we might feel safer with our pets because a pet is safe, right? For the most part. Uh, and we, what we do is we, we practice that with other people because we've been hurt. So my number one question to you is what has happened to you that you can pinpoint and say, you know what? I realize that even though I say I love, even though I hug, even though I do this for others, even though I practice the five languages of love with people throughout, I still realize that there's some things in the inside of me that do not allow me to open up, to be vulnerable, to say, this is me, being vulnerable. And what being vulnerable means is you showing yourself the way you are and not having the control of how other people are going to react or what other people are going to do with you showing up yourself or saying something, right? That's vulnerability. That's being raw. It's being you in your soul. It's getting naked in your soul and saying, here I am. And you're not having the control of what somebody else can do. And I get it because I talk to people constantly in my coaching practice about that. And you know what? What happens is when you learn to love yourself, when you learn to tap into that which allows you to regain that trust, to regain that trust is because you are so filled, because you're so connected with God. Your heart is filled. You are filled and you're in love with yourself. You're loving yourself. You love the world. You love God. You can love then others because it starts with you. Because Social disconnection starts with you in the inside. It's not only physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual. So I'm inviting you today to take a closer look and say, what am I doing with my life today? How am I in connection with other people? Am I connecting at what level? Because there's different levels of connection, right? And one is where I can just be and I imagine yourself, your emotional house being like a house and you inviting people only to the outside and you look at them through the peephole, right? And you talk to them and, and, and then you see and then you, you hardly hearing what they're saying because they're through a door or you might open the door and allow them to be in the foyer or you might invite them to go into your living room, right? 
but then you won't let him into other places. And I know what I'm talking about because that's been me for a long, long time. I learned somewhere in my life, I learned to disengage, to feel protected by me being alone. And I've paid the prices of being disconnected so much for a long, long time. So my invitation to you today is to take a closer look and say, where am I on this? Can you see the importance of you being connected versus being disconnected? What prices are you paying when you are disconnected? What prices am I paying when I disconnect, when I am away, when I don't not only do not reach out, but it's allowing for that oneness to happen that you have in a relationship. That's the reason why marriages go into effect is because we want that oneness. We want that deep, deep connection that you can have with somebody else in this world, somebody that gets you, somebody that brings out the best of you. And then we start separating when the rubber meets the road, when things, there's a small things that are bothering us, bothering us, and then they start breaking apart that oneness. But what prices do you also pay with your family, with the people that you are born to love, and then the friends, which are your chosen family, but maybe somebody said the wrong thing at the wrong time. Maybe your spouse didn't do what you're expected because there's no agreements in place, which is another entire conversation. But what happens? How do you feel when you realize that your social disconnection goes beyond being physical but to being emotional? And what are you doing around that? And how, the most importantly, number two is, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to stay the same or are you going to cross that bridge? And if you don't know how, then I'm inviting you to get help. Get the support of somebody. There, there's so many of us. There's me. You can use me as a resource. I've certainly gone through journeys and journeys and journeys and, and gathered so much information that now I am able to serve people. But you have information. You have it in your fingertips. There's so many resources. But the point of all this is for you to not stay the same because what if all you did in this life is for you to commit to love because all you need is love. It doesn't matter where it comes from. You can get love from God and be so filled. You can love yourself. You can love others. Start with loving you so that you can cascade it. So it starts with you. It starts with you realizing, taking an x-ray of your life. Where am I today? How open am I to others? How open am I to my spouse? Or do I, this, this, this uh, lockdown is bringing out so much that I know that finally after this is I'm signing the paper. I'm running to the lawyer. What stories are you going to write for you? Where are you going to be at the end of this? On the other side of this, that it, it, it too shall pass. But where are you going to be? What are the, the stories that you'll be writing? What are the things that you're going to be better at? If this lockdown hasn't taught us anything, if you're not learning from it, then then we are wasting so many precious resources because this has taught us to be close, that, that to being close is what we really aspire, what we really desire. That's our heart's desire. Our number one need for our minds is safety. We need physical safety. We need emotional safety, right? Your mind will always take you to safety. That's what your mind is designed to do, is not to make you happy, is to keep you safe then our biggest and deepest desire is to be loved, is to be appreciated, is to be accepted. So if all you need is love, 
imagine if that you made that the purpose of your life to love and to be loved to love to be loved is not to be loved so i can love is to love to be loved it's in the giving and it's in the receiving but it's in the opening and if you cannot open your heart open wide open because there's issues there i'm gonna invite you to come to my website check out my website there's different resources that you can use you can definitely schedule a coaching call with me i want to support you because it's what kind of life is one where you go through life being enclosed being tight and releasing so much adrenaline and cortisol into your system that you get yourself sick because we do not love we're filled with bitterness with anger with all of that so a lot of our real estate in the internal is utilized by all those negative emotions really how much love are you allowing and it's not a cheesy phrase all you need is love and if that's what you need then what are you doing what are you going to do to get it what are you going to do to create that space to be that context so that all the things that you want become the content in the context that you're preparing this is very critical there is a bigger enemy that is an invisible virus and this is an invisible force that allows us not to see what we really need and i'm inviting you today to make an inventory of your life of how much are you me allowing how much are we allowing ourselves to love and to be loved to give and to receive to reach out and say the words i am sorry please forgive me i love you thank you I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. What would this world would be for you if you practice love versus practicing social distancing emotionally and versus practicing being arms crossed, arms length, and you stay out of my boundaries versus practicing resentment and versus practicing anxiety and sourness and being mad and worked up and unresolved. So that's you, reach out, reach out because there's help available for you. So let's do that, shall we? And my invitation for you is to create a life of laughter and smiles, a life that is possible because you can design a life that you love. And if this is you, I'm going to invite you to visit the website. I have a workshop that I'm doing. There's courses that you can take. There's things that I'm doing online that you can have access to and elevate your life. Stuff for business owners, for parents, for parents of teenagers, for couples, for you. If you say, you know what? I want to elevate my life. There's a program that I have that is called 14 minutes, 14 days. It's a challenge that you take for 14 days where you get to elevate your life by daily practices, by spending a short amount of time daily on you and working through and acquiring new habits, acquiring new abilities so that you can design and live a life that you love. This is Ariel Tana and I am inviting you to subscribe to this. If you haven't, to share this with somebody if you find this useful and to drop me a note and comment and, and tell me what are some topics that you would like to discuss what are some answers that you'd like to have and let's do it okay i'm looking forward to connecting with you in our next episode in the meantime i'm sending you a hug god bless
Thank you for being here today. Find out what opportunities are available for you to start designing a life you love now by checking out the links. I look forward to connecting with you and seeing you live your best life yet. Hug hugs.